there are babies and then there are high needs babies. If you have a high needs baby, it starts to feel like you're doing something wrong. My baby won't put won't let me put her down. She cries all the time. What do I what do you do if you have a high needs baby? So my youngest is now 3 years old and she was by far my most needy baby. Now that we are this far in, I wanted to give an update. So if you are a mom of a high needs baby, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I promise there is. So hey moms, welcome to the Life Unbox podcast where we talk about all things mompreneur, from raising your kids to running a business, and the most important one, keeping your sanity. I am Jody the mom, a successful virtual assistant and homeschool mom of six for almost 10 years now. My goal is to give you as much help as possible so you can confidently start a business and homeschool your kids. So be sure to visit lifeunbox.blog for a boatload of tips and tricks to help you work and homeschool successfully. Now let's, let's get into this week's topic. So babies are cute and cuddly and their smile and coo, it just melts your heart. They also cry, poop, and get gas. And then some babies are Klingons, Velcro babies, koala bears, you name it. The point is they won't let go of you. When you put them down to go to the bathroom, they arch their back and start screaming because how dare you walk away? Trying to work from home and homeschool your kids with a high needs baby is not an easy task. So does this sound familiar even a little bit? We all want to be adored and be seen as number one in the eyes of our fans. To have someone watch our every move and cry when we walk out of the room. We want to be the one that gets the biggest smile. We live in a culture where people seek it all the time. Just look at social media. But all this changes when your number one fan is your baby. And being a mom to a high needs baby is incredibly overwhelming. You feel like it will never change and you aren't quite sure if you have what it takes. Mom, let me tell you, you can do it. So let's talk about the many shapes of a high needs baby because babies come in all shapes, sizes, and temperaments. After six kids, I've seen how true this is. None of my kids have similar personalities. None of them. I guess they didn't get the memo that it would be really helpful if they could be the same. So they may have some similarities, but for the most part, they are all very different. I've had easy babies that were content to sit in one spot on the floor and play with the toys around them. Then there are the babies that stand at the baby gate to cry and fuss while making dinner every single night. I've had high energy babies that wake up at the crack of dawn, ready to play and take on the world. Then there is the high needs baby. This is the baby that is more demanding, often fussy, and more difficult than others. So out of six kids, I would say that I had two high needs babies and one very high needs toddler, and they were all equally different in their level of high needs. Yay! (laughs) 
When you have a high needs baby, it can feel like you're doing something wrong. You try to soothe the crying, but nothing seems to work. You search the internet at 3 a.m. looking for any answer, even if it's just to give you a little glimmer of hope. Now, of course, you should always consult a doctor to rule out anything physical. In my experience with my high needs babies, I just found that they just needed more time to grow. So let's talk about the frustrated high needs baby. So I had my first high needs baby while I was still working in an office. So we had a whole daycare staff to help us. And some days he defeated all of them. So he was a screamer and was constantly fussing for me. He didn't sleep very well and was just difficult. Uh, we went, we walked around asking every veteran parent for advice. We just needed a glimmer of hope. We really did. So even though he was in daycare during the day, we were still pulling our hair out, but we finally did get an answer. One of the parents that we asked said, it sounds like he's frustrated that his brain is developing faster than his body and he is just frustrated. My fellow moms, that was the answer. So we started teaching him baby sign very young. And once he started moving, the fussiness subsided. But to be honest, he didn't fully grow out of this until he was about five. Yep, took that long. But things progressively got better as he learned better communication skills. Now he's one of the most like chill kids you will ever meet. But those were some very tough years. We didn't get an answer until he was about nine months old. Then we weren't sure if frustration was actually correct, but we started testing it out. Once we saw how much better he did when he could communicate and move, we knew that frustration was the reason for the constant crying. Although we had the answer and the game plan, it still took all of these years for him to grow out of it. The next high needs baby is more of the high needs toddler. So I had just been laid off and I was home with my 18 month toddler and a kindergartner at the time. She did, she did go to school, but it was only half day. So in the midst of trying to get my virtual assistant business off the ground and still applying for other jobs, I had this rambunctious and highly emotional toddler. He was into everything more than any of his siblings before him. So a high needs toddler is much different than a high needs baby because he can move, run around and be sneaky. He was no longer in his crib because he kept climbing out of it. So he had free reign in his room during nap time. Yes, he was the one that was walking around the house at midnight one night because he got out of his bed. We did remedy that quickly, but... Um, so when I say he was into everything, it is not an exaggeration. He was also frustrated because of a speech delay. So he was extremely high energy and he still is, and he struggled to communicate. So this was a, this was a combination just made for frustration. He was beyond frustrated with not being understood when he talked. And honestly, we were all frustrated too, because we couldn't understand him, so this led to a lot of emotional outbursts, mostly from him, you know, just saying. And honestly, these took a, a while to work through. 
there were a few things that I did. So the first, I started using Peace and Calming on him every morning. So it's an essential oil from Young Living. And the improvement was totally amazing because I was desperate. So anything that promised some peace, I was willing to try. The emotional outbursts didn't disappear, but he was able to start controlling them better. Second, if he was going to pitch a fit, it had to be in his room. It is, an, it is amazing how quickly kids calm down when there is no longer an audience around. Third, we started with speech therapy. So this came around three years old because we couldn't afford it before. Remember, I was just laid off. So when he was two, I tried to get him speech therapy through the school district, but he spoke too well for them. But we can talk about how school systems fail struggling kids another time. So anyway, he is definitely not a chilled kid. There is way too much energy in him for that. And I'm, but I am amazed at how well he does carry himself. Like I think back to those years where like there was a lot of emotional outburst <laughs> and, um, and then I see where he is now and I truly am amazed. Okay. Now our third one is our struggling high needs baby. So my last baby was also high needs, but very different than the first or the second. So this time I was working from home, homeschooling three kids. One was going to kindergarten or kindergarten and I had a toddler hanging around too. Baby girl was born with a very tight um, tongue and lip tie. So this prevented her from getting the milk while she nursed. So I had to triple feed her and yes, I had to write a post about that one. So I will leave the description in the link below. Since she struggled to eat right at first, we spent a lot of one-on-one -on -one time together, solely focused with getting uh, her a full belly. And this required a lot of time. The result being that she was a totally, completely Klingon baby. She really, 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 really only wanted mommy. And for a long time, the only way to get her to sleep was if someone held her. So I kept her wrapped on me as she got, and as she got bigger, I strapped, um, I strapped her to me with the Ergo, which it is my favorite baby carrier. And yes, the link will be in the description below. It is affiliate, an affiliate link. So you get something awesome and you support the show. So win-win for everyone. But this was such a stressful time. I'm trying to get her nursing full time and that took three months. And my only thought was it was never going to happen. I'm going to be spending all my time feeding her because each feeding took an hour or more. I put my work emails on my Kindle so I could still keep up with everything while I fed her. But thankfully, I had a lot of helping hands. The older kids were always available to hold her. And eventually she was okay with her brothers or sister holding her, but it took a while to get there. <laughs> you know, the baby stage always feels like uh, the days are so long. You can't imagine how you will get through it. Then looking back, you realize how short that time really was. Three years later, she is probably the easiest toddler that I have. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Once she learned to walk, she could get to me anytime, so she was happy. So at the moment, her big sister is the favorite. 
She didn't stay high needs, although it felt like we would never get beyond this stage. We eventually did. All right, there is an emotional toll of a high needs baby. If you have a high needs baby, then you know that it takes a physical and emotional toll on you. If you are the only one that baby is interested in, then you are exhausted all the time. You love your baby. There's no question about that, but it is still really hard. So mom, it is okay to need a break from your baby if you can get it. It is okay to ask for help. Don't let the constant demands of your baby rob you of the joy of this time. But I do understand if it does. So no mom guilt. You have enough on your plate. I know this is not easy because it feels like baby is just sucking all your energy and demanding all your attention. Just remind yourself that this will pass. It won't be like this forever. So enjoy the snuggles and cuddles while you can. Mom, high needs babies can come in all shapes and sizes. It takes a lot out of you. And it can feel like an impossible task. Take it one day at a time. Don't try to look into the future. It will just be overwhelming and it probably won't be true. So focus on today. If you're working from home with a high needs baby, then you don't want to miss part two. It is all of my tips and tricks to working from home with a high needs baby because we all need some of those. (laughs) I am so glad you joined me today. If you want to help spread the word, be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember to check out the Life Unboxed store for all of your mom boss merch, and you can support the show with coffee. Visit Kofi, that's ko-fi.com forward slash Life Unboxed blog to buy this tired mama a cup of joe. And for more great entrepreneur content, follow Life Unboxed on social media or check out lifeunboxed.blog. And be sure to share the podcast and video with your friends. And I will see you in the next show.